Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined today by Jerry Hamilton, on three national recruiting analysts, as well as InsideTexas.com recruiting reporter and analyst. Uh, Jerry, you're up in the, the DFW area this week, uh, checking on some uh, key players for the Longhorns. Uh, you saw Marcus Deal yesterday, uh, the big lineman from Naaman Forest and Garland. He had just gotten back from his Georgia official visit. Uh, Texas still in there. What's going on there? Yeah, I think this recruitment is really trending to Texas versus Georgia at the end of the day. If you trust the couple of people you talk to close to this recruitment, they, it's been pretty consistent, and it, it remained the same yesterday. Uh, visiting the school, I was there for a couple hours. Um, they got a great visit to Georgia. Uh, Trey Scott has been recruiting him, the defensive line coach at Georgia, which if the defensive line coach isn't recruiting Marcus Deal, you aren't getting Marcus Deal. Um, so he spent time with Will Muschamp and the defensive staff and Kirby Smart. And the interesting thing that Georgia hit him with, knowing his father's a high school football coach and mom's in education, is would you actually be willing to go far from home? I thought that was interesting that Georgia hit him with that on the visit and the parents. Um, and, you know, it's like Marcus said, you know, due to NIL now, that makes travel a little bit easier from a financial perspective. From a time perspective, we'll see at the end of the day. I mean, look, his father's a football coach. It's hard to travel on Saturdays. I mean, if you go, you know, I'll take you back to a recruitment, the Haynes King recruitment was Tennessee versus Texas A&M. And one of the huge reasons Haynes King ended up at Texas A&M was that John King was the head coach at Longview and they work on Saturdays. Uh, you know, and, and weekends during the season. So it's hard to go see your son if you have to jump on a flight to get there. So I think just bringing it back to deal, I think that's kind of one of the uh, the reasons Georgia hit the family and hit Marcus with that is they know the situation. And, and that's what, you know, people are close and the schools that are recruiting, whether it's Texas, Oklahoma or TCU, have always thought they had in their hip pocket in this recruitment is that, you know what, look, as long as the dad's a coach and the mom is working in education, I mean, the schools close to home may have a built-in advantage there, and I think that's true. Um, But does that mean Marcus Deal won't go to Georgia? No, it absolutely doesn't, but he really likes Texas. I I put up a story in Inside Texas about the Alabama unofficial visit. Um, He said it was was like nothing he'd ever seen before, just the atmosphere. Um, He thought he'd seen a big change in the Texas program, the team, and, you know, he kind of mentioned off the records how some of those freshman kids were on the field as we've talked about before, and they were on the field against Bama and game one and game two. And so that's uh, I think that's been big with Marcus. He's not an early enrollee, so he's not going to be a kid that's necessarily in a rush to hit the field. I mean, he's sticking around for high school basketball and track um, his senior year. Well, he could easily be an early enrollee, so he chose not to do that. Um, but Bo Davis has done a great job. He will be back on campus at Texas before he makes a decision in December. He's going to be at the TCU game against Oklahoma this weekend. But I really think this is more Georgia-Texas right now with Oklahoma really fighting to get him on campus one more time before he makes a decision. Uh, Jerry, uh, I want to ask you next about Malik Muhammad, who you also saw yesterday. But first, we need to thank our sponsor, uh, Gabe Winslow. Uh, The recruiting breakdown is brought to you by a great Longhorn mortgage professional, Gabe Winslow. Gabe is a diehard Texas ex with more than 20 years in the industry, uh, doing mortgages throughout the great state of Texas. Contact Gabe today and give him the opportunity to earn your business. www.mortgagesbygabe.com is the address. Jerry, uh, you also were at South Oak Cliff yesterday uh, talking to Malik Muhammad, the talented cornerback 
pros uh, prospect that's committed to Texas who is still taking other visits. Javon Thomas, another uh, player at that school, also uh, uh, a cornerback, possibly looking at Texas. And then Billy Walton, uh, the linebacker, defensive end, edge prospect, is committed to Texas as well from South Oak Cliff. Uh, what, what were your thoughts uh, after meeting with those guys yesterday? Yeah, I thought the, the meeting with Malik Muhammad was about like I thought it would be. You know, he, he's a kid that kind of, you know, Eric Nalin and myself talk about it. He kind of profiles to Texas. I mean, he just feels comfortable at Texas. He likes Austin. He likes the vibe around the university. Um, he said his family really liked the official visit, really liked Austin, really liked Texas. So, look. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. To me, when he committed, and we've talked about this, all, did that, all that did was put a bullseye on him by Nick Saban, Texas A&M and those guys, right? He's one of the top five cornerback prospects in the country. Uh, he'll likely be at Alabama October 8th for an official visit. That's when Alabama plays Texas A&M. Texas A&M's working to get him back on campus. I don't see him going to Texas A&M. I think this is a Texas versus Alabama recruitment, and like it was when he made it in his initial decision to go to Texas. I think Texas is in a good position for Muhammad. They need to win games. I think that's pretty obvious right now, right? But um, I, I do think that the reasons he picked Texas still align with him, but Alabama is certainly uh, going to make this a fight. And look, he doesn't. He hasn't been in contact with Nick Saban probably as much as um, maybe he would ideally like. But uh, T-Rob, defensive back coach, is on him every day. Uh, pretty much the message is we still want you and we're going to get you. Um, so Texas knows what the, this recruitment is. I mean, they know when – they're on the right guys. They're battling the right programs. You know, you're battling Georgia for Marcus Steele, Alabama – uh, for Malik Muhammad. I mean, these are the battles you want to be in. They know what it's like. They've been through it, and they know they have to recruit through the whistle. And, and with uh, Malik Muhammad, that's going to be through November to that early signing period in December. He's an early enrollee. He's going to be an impact type of freshman, and it's a huge recruitment. But I think Texas sits in a good spot uh, right now before more games are played as they head into that, uh, as Malik heads into that Alabama official visit. Uh, Javon Thomas, I think, you know, he hadn't played this year. He's been hurt. Uh, they brought him along slowly to get ready for this playoff run. The word I got from multiple people at South Oak Cliff yesterday was he'll probably stick with A&M. And probably a lot of that's he just hadn't played this year, right? I mean, and, he, and he's going to play more running back than defensive back. So he's more of a projection than a guy like Malik Muhammad that goes out and plays corner every week at a premium position. Um, so I think I think Javon probably sticks with AM. Billy Walton's having a great year. He's a very productive player, has had double-digit tackles, uh, I think multiple games, definitely did against Duncanville. He's pressured the quarterback. He's got a ways to go physically, but that's okay. I mean, he, but he plays with a chip and an edge. Um, uh, quite frankly, Texas needs more guys like that on the defensive side of the ball, so he's a fit there. Um, again, that's Malik Muhammad's cousin. That is the person he's closest to. Um, of the Texas commitment. So I, Billy Walton's having a really good year. He's solid with his Texas commitment. Gotcha. So the, the, how is Muhammad playing this year? 
uh, as well. Thomas Bryant was got 25 tackles. I think he's given up about 50 yards in passes. Um, you know, there's a video. John Tay Cook had one on him in the end zone where he just didn't get his head around. But he's played the run well. He's been a more physical player. And that's one of the things in the article at Inside Texas I posted yesterday. I asked him, you know, one of the things I asked him, asked Malik was, look, when you're a highly ranked prospect, everybody tends to kiss your butt. But has any coach actually told you what you need to do to get better? And he said Nick Saban told him, uh, went way back, he said, you have to be more physical, especially if you're going to play in the SEC. And like Malik said, I'm playing in the SEC. So um, he has been a more physical player, I think, against the run this year, and he's made a conscious effort to do that because I think he's an instinctive cover guy. Uh, so I think he's playing really well against the run, he, and that's backed up. He's got 25 tackles, like around 25 tackles against really strong competition. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, Texas going uh, at wide receiver is, is the next position I want to hit on. Uh, Jalen Hill committing to Alabama last week. Uh, but you look at it right now, Texas still after a couple of other players uh, on the on uh, or at receiver right now, including DeAndre Moore a young man out of uh, St. John Bosco uh, in Bellflower, California. Uh, then you also have McCall Harrison Pilot. Anybody else, that, and Kyle Parker, I guess, yeah. out of Lovejoy is a possibility too, who's committed currently to LSU. Uh, what are you hearing right now as far as wide receiver recruiting in the Longhorns? Obviously, they already have three commitments. Well, I think there was, uh, headed into the weekend, there was some confidence on the DeAndre Moore side. Um, and in fact, I think there was a, a lot of confidence on the DeAndre Moore side. I think the expectation is he's probably not signing with Louisville. He's, um, we'll see what happens with that, right? Um, why, why, Jerry, he, he's, his high school quarterback is Pierce Clarkson, the correct. son of Steve Clarkson, who is correct. committed to Louisville. And I think uh, trying to get a bunch of kids, not just DeAndre Moore, but a bunch of guys out west and around the country like Reuben Owens to Louisville yep. with him. Um, why, why not Louisville for DeAndre Moore if that's the case? This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. You know, it's, it's just a thing within our industry. There's just people, multiple people you talk to just don't think he's going to end up at Louisville. Could we? Could the industry be wrong? Yeah, it's been wrong before. Um, but I think that's kind of the prevailing thought, whether it's out west or uh, people in the southeast that may have, you know, connections to in, in that uh, to staffs, um, you know, that are still recruiting DeAndre Moore. But I think the overwhelming opinion that he's not going to sign with Louisville. But I'm with you, Bobby. I mean, he, look, there's a lot of connections to Louisville with DeAndre Moore. Um, but there was some quiet confidence on the Texas side with DeAndre Moore, so we'll see how that shakes out. I, Kyle Parker, look, I think Kyle Parker's a really, really good football player. I think he'd be a really good fit at Texas. Um, Brennan Marion's been on him a long time. He's committed to LSU. I think he would, he would be a strong flip candidate if Texas really pushed that envelope with him. So I think that one's one that uh, uh, is worth watching. Uh, Harrison Pilot, there's some, you know, confidence. That that one, recruitment's just more all over the place. You know, he loves the Cal staff. Um, I think he's done a – I think TCU, Malcolm Kelly's done a really good job with him. Um, I, I think there's there's a genuine interest there in TCU. Obviously, there's University of Houston connections. I'm not sure if I see that at the end of the day. Um, so that's a recruitment that's really – 
you know, more wide open and in his different than most guys ranked in the top 200, top 250 in the country. Um, you don't, there aren't many times where you see the school list that's Cal, Houston, TCU, right? And, and Texas. I mean, so it, it's a more of a wild card recruitment uh, with Harrison Pilot. And he's been one that stuck to his guns. He was not going to get forced to commit early or felt like he was forced to commit early. He was going to take his time and make his decision. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see which way that goes. But I, I would think Kyle Parker maybe a little more than Harrison Pilot in terms of looking at what, uh, uh, which way Texas or where Texas would have the best shot currently if DeAndre Moore ended up not going their way. Let me ask you this. I mean, you mentioned Malcolm Kelly, uh, the wide receiver coach at TCU. He's obviously an OU grad, I think, or yeah. at least played at OU. I'm not sure if he graduated there. Um, and OU lost its receivers coach prior to the season. Is it a foregone conclusion that Malcolm Kelly is the next wide receivers coach at, at OU, or is that something that uh, is still just being discussed? Uh, prior to the season, look, look, a couple of people I talked to were like, yeah, that's going to happen, right? It, of course, see how things play out. But before the season, again, it, it was pretty much a consensus that he would end up a, as the Oklahoma wide receivers coach, um, which would be interesting because that factors into, you know, look, TCU has Cordell Russell committed, who I, is having a tremendous senior season and is, is a physical freak. Um, and then that factors in the Cal Harrison pilot recruitment. How could that potentially affect a guy like Jordan Hudson? Could a Jordan Hudson, even though Malcolm Kelly wasn't really the reason he went to TCU, Samples has already left TCU, right? If Malcolm Kelly goes to Oklahoma, what does that do for a Jordan Hudson? Does he jump in the portal? I'm just spitballing here. Quentin Johnson obviously is going to go be a first-round pick in the NFL draft. But that's how things could change, not only – and when we talk about this, the reason I brought up a Hudson, I'm not starting a rumor here at all – but the reason I brought up a guy like Jordan Hudson is the portal factors in as much as the high school recruiting does nowadays. I mean, and, and so we have to talk about those situations. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. And, and I, that's why I was asking about Malcolm Kelly, because the, the rumor was out there. And I, I know that some Oklahoma fans in particular would be ecstatic about that. Oh, hire, yeah. You know, um, because he has got some skins on the wall in recruiting, uh, especially in the state of Texas. He's originally from Longview as well. Um, Jerry, uh, talking about the portal in Texas right now, uh, Longhorns are going to have to take a look at, at, at the portal because they still uh, have some immediate holes to fill. Steve Sarkeesian turned over the roster heavily last year, 35, I think, or 35 new players or so on the roster in the last 12 months. Uh, you add another recruiting class coming in. Uh, they're going to need some adults in the room because they can't just keep playing uh, with freshmen and sophomores here next year. And really the 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 class that's coming up is the one that got really taxed uh that that would be so, that would be seniors got really taxed uh heavily by attrition with Tom Herman. So given all of that, uh where do you think Texas looks in the portal at this point? Or is it is it too premature to say much? I mean obviously you have to think they're going to go after an edge guy. Yeah. Right. I mean that that's like everybody's talked about that from the outset. That's the the no-brainer. What's interesting, though, now, Jerry, uh, about the portal to me is this. You can no longer know necessarily who all is going to be in the portal. A lot of guys would be putting their name in the portal ASAP after the end of the season. Well, they're going to have to wait two weeks, and then you're going to have to have a, roughly a month or two weeks to sign those guys. I mean, it's going to be a free-for-all in the portal in December. 
Um, yeah. What are, and, what are and your... that's, why, that's why it's important to have a couple of guys on your staff that are prepared for it all, right? That, I mean. Well, uh, I don't even know if you can be adequately prepared if a mass of humanity rushes through the door. I mean, you can try to be prepared for an onslaught of a thousand kids going into the portal, but give me a break. Nobody's going to be able to handle that. The, the one thing I think we do know about the portal is. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. A lot of times these schools know ahead of time before a guy goes in the portal, and that's not illegal contact. I think people are out there thinking – uh, a coaching staffs DMing a, a player on Twitter, or that's not how this stuff happens. Look, you have there's these guys have relationships with people all over the place, right? So it could be the seven on seven coach, or it could be the former high school offensive coordinator. Somebody reaches out and said, "Hey, man, Johnny's thinking about jumping in the portal. Would y'all have interest?" That's how this stuff gets started. It's not illegal contact. So I do think there's an element of yeah, you're not going to know the names, but I would think there's going to be some schools that are going to have a pretty good idea of four five, six guys that are coming in the portal and would they have interest in them or not. As far as positions, edge, absolutely. I mean, Malik Muhammad said it yesterday in the interview. He said, look, man, Texas needs some pass rushers. If they get some pass rushers, they're ready. They're ready to go. Um, so that's absolutely on the table. I think linebacker, I mean, is going to be on the table in the portal defensively and maybe even, maybe even corner, depending on how everything shakes out with this recruiting class and how the freshmen like Terrence Brooks, Austin Jordan, those guys come along this season. Um, offensively, you know, I'm not sure on that one. I mean, you know, I mean, if you lose three running backs, maybe you look to bring somebody in with Cedric Baxter uh, because Trey Weisner is a guy who needs a little time. I'm not sure if I'd go there, though, honestly. Um, so, I, But, um, you know, could you, could you look at another receiver? I don't know. I just – I think it's going to be more defensive heavy in the portal is where Texas is going to go. I know where you don't need anybody. That's on the offensive line and tight end and quarterback. Yeah, I, I think I think quarterback is is good um, in particular as long as you don't lose someone other than uh, uh, Hudson. Like I, I expect Texas if if Quinn Ewers finishes the season healthy and Hudson Card uh, is the clear number two, I think people would uh, it, it would not be unexpected if Hudson Card went into the portal. Correct. I mean, I'm not not trying to be negative towards Hudson. He's a great Longhorn, uh, tries his, you know, what off. But he's probably going to go somewhere that, that he, he has an opportunity to start after he gets his degree from the University yeah. of Texas, by the way. So it's not – he's not skipping out or something like that. No. Um, but if Malik Murphy were to go and leave and or Charles Wright, then you're just literally there with two guys. And by the you way, know, by so. the way, you, why that makes sense, Bobby, is if Quinn Ewers had been healthy all season – and Hudson Card hadn't really got a chance to play, well, he doesn't know if he's improved player or not. He's at least seen that he's improved from last year to this year. And so now he's like, okay, the thought process has to be, oh, yeah, I can go do this somewhere. I can go do this somewhere. And I, I think that makes some, a lot of sense for him. Um, Jerry Hamilton of On3 and InsideTexas.com, $1 for one month right now on InsideTexas.com. Uh, also, Jerry and I will be having a chat talking not only about recruiting and answering your questions on recruiting, uh, but also uh, talking about the team and, and where we think the horns are headed. 
uh, into West Virginia. Uh, the recruiting breakdown is brought to you by Gabe Winslow, a great Longhorn mortgage professional. Uh, Gabe is a diehard Texas X with more than 20 years of mortgage industry experience throughout the great state of Texas. Uh, contact Gabe today and give him the opportunity to earn your business. Gabe KMG at gmail.com if you're looking to move anywhere uh, or buy anything, any kind of property in the state of Texas. I, I, Jerry, my question for you to finish this off, uh, disappointing loss at Texas Tech this weekend, uh, this past weekend. Uh, obviously, some feeling of that is just fan-based. How much of it reverberates within the player recruitment area as well? Well, I think the next game is a big one. I mean, look, uh, the tech, tech that was I just don't it wasn't a good loss. There's no way to spin it. I mean, from any way you look at it, whether you, you were thinking Texas was going to get nine wins or eight wins, the season eight still on the table, but um, you know, or from recruiting perspective and momentum. Um, so it wasn't good in a neat way. But I will say this, you know, look, it, Texas can get a little re-energized again. It, they go out and they beat West Virginia. Um, you know, it, say Quinn comes back and looks similar to what he did early against Alabama. Well, you know, you, you can go win in, in Cotton Bowl and suddenly that the momentum you have right back in recruiting, right? And then you could set up the last half of your season. So obviously it's not ideal. But the West Virginia game would be catastrophic for me in recruiting. I'm, we're we're going to be brutally honest here. I mean, you can't lose to Texas Tech and West Virginia back-to-back -back weeks and think you're going to recruit against Nick Saban. That's just not going to happen, right? So you, you got to come back and win this Saturday. Um, it'd be great if Quinn Ewers was on the field and looked good and, and, that, uh, and that offense started to look uh, like it did early against Alabama where, you know, people were thinking – people thought – they they chalked that up as a win for Texas, even though Texas didn't win the, win the game. Now that's kind of out the window, right, with the loss to Tech. But what you, they have to beat West Virginia. You can't lose that game. And then you have to go play well in the Cotton Bowl. And if you win that game, then suddenly you have a lot of recruiting momentum again. Um, and honestly, I mean, they, he needs to. Sark needs a big win, right? I mean, he's been close, uh, but you need to beat West Virginia. And he needs to go win in the Cotton Bowl. I mean, he had the close shave against Alabama, then the bad loss last weekend. But you can grab the momentum if you win the next two. Got it. All right, Jerry Hamilton, thank you very much of On Texas Football. We'll be, we'll be back with you at 7 o'clock tonight for a chat. Uh, please uh, leave your questions in that, and we'll get this going. Uh, we appreciate you guys uh, sticking with us through thick and thin. Longhorns not doing well uh, over the weekend, but uh, still, if you're a Longhorn fan, you're going to want to know what's going on in recruiting because that is ultimately the future as well. All right, for Jerry Hamilton, I'm Bobby Burton, and this has been the Recruiting Breakdown.